Welcome to Life by Safina. I'm your host, Safina Duke, and let's talk about life. Welcome back to the podcast. I have to say, I announced the release of the podcast. For me, it was yesterday. For you, it wouldn't be yesterday, but... So many of my Facebook friends, so many of my real life friends, just people that I've met in all sorts of different areas of my life, through my career, through the gym, like all of my different groups of friends came out and like shared my post and shared my podcast and listened to it and sent me messages saying how much they loved it. And so I just want to say thank you so much for joining us on the first episode. And I have a little favor to request of you. If you are an Apple podcast, if you're listening on Apple, could you please go to the po- like to the show page and leave a review because that will help more people find it. Even if you don't like write a review, I don't know exactly how it works, but even if you don't write a review, just like leave the five stars that would help me so, so much. And I would really appreciate it. So I love how this podcast is like unfolding. I was posting on my Facebook about it about how it's just so magical and kind of like universe universe magic because I accidentally, it was like a whole technical error. I was literally just trying to like confirm my email on my podcast and I kept hitting it and it like was not working. And I kept pushing the button and pushing the button and pushing the button. And the podcast just published by itself without me (laughs) condoning it. (laughs) And I was like not planning on publishing it yet, but it was, it published on the correct day of the week. It published on a Friday and it published on 11, 11. So I was like, there has to be something to that, right? 11, 11, 22. And I was just like, okay, okay universe. I guess that's what we're doing. I guess we're just publishing the podcast early. And I just realized like I felt all this pressure too, to have a lot of episodes ready to go so that when you know, when I started publishing it and people were listening and expecting a new episode every week, then it would be ready. And I didn't have to like rush or do any last minute episodes. I want a lot of like thought going into every single thing that I put out for you guys. So I noticed that kind of coming up like, oh, I accidentally published it. Now I have to publish another one next week. And I thought about it and I was like, I'm going to make this podcast bi-weekly for now. (laughs) Easy solution, right? And it's like, it just felt so right to do that. So there's no pressure. Everything is really, really well thought out. Like there's so much going into this. I've been sitting on topics for this for like weeks now and planning them out and talking to people about them. Like it's so exciting. I'm going to make an episode coming up about being hot, (laughs) the importance of being hot. And I'm like so excited for that one. I think that might be the next one. Um, But I'm just... I just feel like in a really, really good place right now. I feel like here I am exactly like doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And it just feels like, okay, let's just enjoy the journey. Like there's no other place to go. There's no other destination. Like I'm doing it. So that's what's going on with my life. Let's get into today's topic. So one thing that I'm personally most proud of with myself is that I went from somebody who didn't like to think about feelings. I never would have clicked a podcast that said, let's like learn about feelings. I'm like, that's easy, right? It's just like, you're mad, you're sad, whatever, right? (laughs) You're happy. 
Um, and it just didn't sound interesting to me. And then I became a life coach and I learned about how much feelings impact your energy. And I learned all of these tools to process it. And so one thing that I like feel like I've gotten really good at so far is just like picking up on my own energy. I used to be completely unaware of it, picking up on my own feelings and then allowing them and processing through them. And so what happens is that basically feelings are just energy in your body and you're a human being. I'm a human being, no matter how much you hate feelings or don't want them, you are going to experience them. And so I think that the reason why you should care about learning how to control the energy and move the energy is because even if you are like avoiding, resisting, not thinking about what's going on in your body, it's still in there impacting your energy. And when I say energy, I mean, when you go out into the world, it translates to other people and they can pick up on things about you that you haven't yet dealt with yourself. And that translates into your relationships. It translates into job opportunities. It translates into how people see you as like a friend, as a person, right? And the other thing that I also personally think that it translates into is like, the way that the matrix of life responds to you. And you know that this is true because we all have those days where we're we're just like feeling a little bit weird, right? We're just like something's off and we're not feeling it. And of course, those are the days where like people are just rude to us for no reason <laughs> and like bad things just kind of happen out of nowhere and it's all just like happening in in sync with our energy not saying it's like your fault that it's happening i'm just saying it's like kind of in sync with like the energy that you're already feeling okay and lastly i just want to say this some people believe myself included that this like trapped energy like emotions that have not been processed for a very long time or things that have like built up into such a big thing and it's stored in your body can turn into like illnesses and stuff like that and different like other issues that manifest as like physical issues, not just emotional issues. So it's basically impacting your life all the time, whether you think about it or not. And what we want to do is we want to start to become so aware of what we're feeling and what we're experiencing so that we can like allow it to be there so we can see it so that it can be like you know, it can feel seen, it can feel heard, and then it can feel safe to like move through our body. And once we start doing that, you're going to notice that like you make a lot of decisions differently and you experience life completely differently. So one of the first things I was thinking about when I was thinking about how to teach you to process through your emotions was kind of like, what is the common way that we are taught? And like one of the common kind of misconceptions about it And there are a lot of things that society tells us, right? Like it's basically like treat yourself, like go get a cake pop, cheer yourself up, don't be negative, right? All of those things. Or maybe it's like take out your anger this way, like go to a kickboxing class or whatever. I don't know, right? But like it's kind of not really teaching us. We've never learned how to actually process the emotions. And what we've actually learned how to do is like act the emotions out or avoid them or resist them. And so I just want to talk about all three of those things. So the very first thing is like, we're taught to just kind of 
have a positive mindset no matter what. And I think we've talked a lot and like there's been a lot of discussion in society about toxic positivity, right? Telling people that they shouldn't be sad, that they shouldn't feel angry even. Like all of your emotions are so valid and it's just such a lie that you that they're like somehow bringing you down to feel them or to have them. And so we never want to like look at something we're feeling and be like, we shouldn't be feeling this. Even if it's something that's like super embarrassing, even if you're feeling like, let's say jealousy and you're just like, oh, I shouldn't, I should not be jealous. I know I shouldn't compare myself to other people whatever. Right. And you're like, but you feel jealous. We want to always start to like validate the reason why you are feeling it. And the fact that you are experiencing it because that's what emotions need they need to be validated so i think we've learned a lot about how like you're definitely supposed to be feeling bad it's not it's a myth it's a lie that you're just supposed to be like happy all the time and you're always supposed to just turn your attitude around and like not experience those really bad feelings And once I truly understood this, let me tell you, my life has completely changed because there's so many times where I'll start to feel that like that ickiness and that little like discomfort of just being of not feeling right in my body and just like not being happy about something or being, you know, just something going on with me. And I notice how badly I want to get rid of it. (laughs) And then I remind myself like, you're supposed to be feeling this. You're allowed to feel this. And it's like such a weight lifted off you, right? It's like when you, you have kids or when you were a kid and, you know, you were experiencing like some sort of meltdown (laughs) for something, right? Like my kids have meltdowns over things that I, I don't think is that important to have a meltdown over, right? But it's like their little bodies and little minds are processing it in a way where, it feels really real to them. And if you just tell them that they shouldn't be having a meltdown, which maybe your parents told that to you and you're telling it to yourself now, it doesn't actually help at all. It makes them feel worse. It makes them act worse or it makes them like suppress it all in and become adults who don't know how to like process anything. So the very first thing is like, you're supposed to be feeling bad sometimes, maybe even half the time. Brooke Castillo, who runs the Life Coach School podcast, says you're supposed to be feeling bad like 50% of the time. And life is supposed to be this like broad spectrum of amazing feelings and really, really negative feelings. And I don't know about you, like you don't have to believe that, but ever since I've kind of started thinking about the fact that that might be true, it's just brought me a lot of peace to be like, okay, I don't have to be feeling good all the time. I don't always have to be turning my mood around. I don't always have to be buying myself a cake pop to feel better, right? So one thing that I think is really interesting is I was thinking about how people kind of think that they're dealing with their emotions. Um, And it's like this sneaky little thing that we do where we're actually taking actions out of our emotions like we're doing things because of our emotions but it's not us actually just sitting with our emotions and it's two completely different things and if you play out when you take actions out of like a really negative place it usually ends up ending up badly for you it's really interesting so for an example Like, I think one of the ways, like, for example, men, I don't think men are taught to handle anger 
appropriately. And now, of course, both men and women have anger, but like, I just think of men, like they're really not taught to handle sadness. They're not taught to handle anger, right? And I think you see a lot of males, especially who don't know how to manage their anger. And instead of letting the anger be there and learning to feel it in their body, they go punch a hole in the wall. And so that's what I mean by taking an action out of anger. Like we want to stop taking the actions that are coming from those bad feelings. We want to nip the feelings in the bud before we get to the part where we like go out into the world and do things from them. So an example for women that I think is so common for women is the guilt and shame feelings, right? We're like, socialized to basically grow up feeling guilty and ashamed of ourselves. And one way that women kind of action their way from guilt and shame is we do a lot of things like for other people, for example, so that we don't have to feel guilty. So let's say like because you feel guilty that you weren't there for your kids for a basketball game, (laughs) just using a personal example, Um, you might go out and like buy them an extra amazing gift, let's say, right? That's taking an action out of guilt. That's not feeling the guilt and then taking an intentional action out of like a, a different place. It's taking an action out of that negative feeling. And so we find ourselves doing so many things to just not have to feel that feeling. We're taking the actions out of that feeling. So I just wanted to point that out because I think that so many of us like think that we're processing emotions, especially like I've seen a lot of people be like, hey, this is how I go get my anger out. And I go, you know, like I just go hit things or whatever. And it's like that is not necessarily processing. I just want to bring that to your awareness. Maybe it could be sometimes, but not all the time. So we've talked about how people are trying to be super positive, or maybe we're taking actions out of our feeling to try to get it out, but it doesn't actually help. You might notice that you feel worse when you take actions out of a certain negative feeling. And that's why it's because it creates more of the negative feeling. Okay. Another thing I want to touch on is buffering, which is when you are trying to just avoid whatever's happening in your body and you're trying to self-soothe essentially and people have all sorts of ways of buffering they have like re-watching porn <laughs> they have drinking alcohol doing drugs like any way that gets you out of your body that could be scrolling through social media like all of these different things that just make you feel kind of numb to the feeling and kind of distract you that's what buffering is and we know that like all of us do it let's be honest i do it you do it we all do it And so all of those things are just prolonging the energy being in our body. And when the energy's in our body, it's affecting every way that we show up in the world. Remember, okay. So what happens, let's say you've like figured out, you know, I'm ready to start processing this stuff. I wanna talk about one thing that I see a lot of people do when they're ready to deal with their feelings is they start going in with their brain. (laughs) Just like pointed to my brain. They start going in with their mind, okay? And feelings are a body thing. They're not a mind thing. This is so important because I just had a friend yesterday who's like going through something and she's trying to figure out how to deal with this like really tough situation, but she was experiencing 
a nervous system breakdown. And I was like, listen, girl, you need to like go tend to your nervous system first. Like now is not the time to be making plans and finding solutions and like making phone calls, right? Like you can't be doing that stuff or you don't need to be doing that stuff out of that headspace. Like you don't need to be fixing the problem with your mind. You need to be processing it in your body. And so what a lot of people do is they want to start going in and coaching themselves and being like, well, maybe maybe this person didn't really mean it that way. Or trust me, it's going to be okay. Like it's going to all work out. And basically like it it kind of invalidates the feeling that they're having, right? Because you're having like a, one part of you really believes that something terribly wrong is happening. And you kind of want to, you want to go in and get rid of it, right? <laughs> you want to, that's why people do it. You want to like make it go away. So you're like, no, it's not even true. Like it's, it's going to be okay. Like you're going to get over this, blah, blah, blah. Right. So I just want to point out to you that even if you are speaking to your body from your mind, by the time you are having an emotion in your body, it's too late to coach yourself out of it. You can coach yourself for the future and you can deal with it in your brain later, but the your body is already experiencing the sensation, so there's no reason to like try and get yourself out of it, which is essentially what we're trying to do. We're just like, how do I make this go away? This feels uncomfortable. I want to get rid of it. This is why I would encourage you to get good at processing your own feelings as like a personal thing, because when I talk about coaching yourself out of your feelings and trying to get yourself out of it with like using logic, Another way that we kind of do that is when we're like going to other people to give us that feedback, to make us feel comforted and feel better. And I just want to offer to you that there's nothing wrong with that, but like, what if you allowed yourself to like fully experience what's happening before you take it to outside people? And one of the reasons why it's so powerful to be able to do that is because there are times where you might not be able to go to somebody else like there are times with me being like a somebody who puts myself out there publicly where it feels like everybody on social media hates me like it literally like i've said things where people have like had reactions before and it brings up this entire nervous system reaction in my body and it's like i don't feel like there's anybody i can go to in those times it's not that i don't have anybody to go to but it's just like i know i have to deal with it by myself And so to have the skill to be able to like sit with yourself and be your own like parent, essentially like guiding yourself through these things, I would encourage you to like work on being able to do that by yourself because sometimes you are going to have, you know, feelings that you can't process with other people or you're going to have feelings towards like the person that you're trying to process it with or whatever, right? So learn how to do that for yourself and you will be so powerful. You won't need other people to like you won't need to have that validation of other people to make yourself feel better you'll know no matter what happens like you can deal with it by yourself now we're going to talk about the solution to all of this but the last thing that i want to say that is such a little thing that i notice that people do is it's like another form of actioning out of the emotion right how we're talking about like you're doing something because you feel guilty or because you feel ashamed And it is to look for validation from other people to make you not feel the emotion anymore. Okay. And what I mean by this is let's say like, for example, 
you were out having drinks with friends the night before and you said something and you felt like maybe you're embarrassed by it. Like you're like, maybe this person took it the wrong way. Maybe I like hurt somebody's feelings, right? And you're thinking about the next day and you're just like, you're just feeling terrible. You're like, I just feel so embarrassed, like whatever. And so your inclination then to, is to fix it, right? We're not feeling it. We're trying to fix it. And we're like, let's, let me just text my friend and like, see if, if they say anything, or let me just like apologize and see, you know, like see if they bring anything up. Right. And so we have that, like, notice if you do that, if you tend to reach out to other people and be like, Hey, I'm just checking in. Like, maybe you have this feeling, like I noticed a lot too with, um, friendships where one friend will notice that the other friend is maybe like energetically, a little bit shut off and if you tend to take that personally right because we go through we all go through times in our lives where we're a little bit energetically shut off from like being in our friendships um and if you're somebody who takes that personally right you're gonna reach out to your friend and be like hey what's going on and you're kind of gonna like nag them and you're gonna be like you know did i do anything like are you mad at me like what's going on with you And I see people do this all the time. It's because they're feeling bad about themselves. So they're trying to like reach out to somebody else to validate them, to make them feel better. So I want you to learn. My goal is to have you learn to just make yourself feel better first and don't reach out to people from that place because other people can pick up on it. That's why it's so important. And other people will react completely differently to you when they can feel that you're like using them to make yourself feel better. So they will react completely differently than if you are okay and you're managing your own feelings and then you're like reaching out to check on people. Such a huge difference, right? So listen, I have personally coached people on how to do this, right? So I'm telling you process your feelings. When you coach with me one-on-one, you will literally be sitting there and I can like guide you through experiencing your feelings in your body. And it's like such a cool thing, but I'll tell you how to do it now. But if you want more help with that, like come work with me and I'm happy to help you learn how to experience it like for yourself, but processing emotions, the way that you want to think about it is it's just a vibration in your body. I remember one of my clients heard that and she was just like, that changed my life (laughs) because I think we're just all so taught, like we're, we're taught to be so scared of feelings. We're taught to like, just avoid them at all costs. Like don't do anything uncomfortable. Don't do anything that could make you feel uncomfortable because you cannot handle it. Right. But that's not even anywhere close to the truth. The truth is that it's almost like the more that you kind of want to feel it, the better it feels. So you could be processing something like, let's say a feeling like shame, for example, which is like one of my personal least favorite feelings to feel. (laughs) And you can experience it in your body and you will, when you are trying to experience it and you're like allowing it to come up and rear its head at you, it doesn't feel as bad as when you are resisting it and trying not to feel it. So I want to offer that to you. Feeling a vibration in your body just requires you going, like dropping your awareness into your body and then asking the emotion kind of like where it is. Like, is it all over your body? 
Is it, I mean, normally for me, I'm not like feeling things in my toes. Like it's like, <laughs> it's in my, it's in my chest or it's like in your neck maybe. And you want to like start to play with it and like ask it questions and just give it so much attention. It's like having a child. It really is. It's like you have to be able to validate that child and really, really be willing to see it no matter how stupid the thing is like in your mental in your mental head of how like you know unnecessary this feeling is you have to be willing to like completely feel it and validate it and so that's all you do you just sit with yourself and you ask yourself like what's going on here like where is this how can i make it more intense how can i make it like is it how much am i feeling it on a scale of 1 to 10 and if it's not a 10 how can i make it into a 10 And then what happens is that once your emotions like kind of intensify, it's this crazy process. If you ever do this in real life, like it gets more intense and more intense. And once it's intensified fully, it moves on. It's literally energy moving through your body. It moves to different parts of your body and you experience different, different parts of it at different times. And eventually when it's moved through your body, it's not there anymore. Like it's completely cleared out of your body. And I, something that's like coming up that I really want to talk about too, is that if, especially if you have trauma or if you have a pattern that you've had over and over again, you might notice that like the same feeling keeps coming up for you over and over and over again. And it's because they're like different layers of it to be felt. And so you might have like a lot of deep layers and you might be like, I just processed this emotion yesterday. Why is it here again? And it's because it's like this learned thing that your body, that your body is like so used to feeling and it has so many different aspects of it to get out. So that's normal too. Like even if you're just processing it, you might get rid of one layer, but then you might find that another one pops up really easily or that you get triggered really easily to feel another layer of the same thing. I think it's really interesting I'm thinking about some of my clients and people that I know in real life and also myself and how like you might just have this pattern of making a lot of things personal for you. You might have a pattern of automatically feeling guilty about everything. Like someone's like, hey, do you want to go to a concert with me tonight? And you're like, no. And you immediately you have like this trigger reaction. You can't even control it. Like you just feel guilty about it because it's something that you've learned to do and you've been doing it for years and years and years. And so there might be things like that. There might be things like with your kids. I see this happen a lot. Like people just get used to feeling really guilty with their kids and they don't feel like enough. And so anytime your kid is like mildly disappointed in you, you're feeling guilty and you're immediately like wanting to fix the guilt. So I wanna point out if that's you, and you're experiencing one feeling or like a couple of the feelings over and over and over again consistently, then that might just be like your pattern to work on. And for you, I really want to stress, do not be making decisions from that place. That is where your work will start. It's going to be stop doing extra shit for your kid because you feel bad, because you feel guilty that they're, they're not happy all the time, right? Or it's going to be like, Stop offering to overextend yourself to your friends or your neighbors or your clients because you feel guilty because you feel like you're not enough for anybody. Like it's going to be stop doing those things and just be willing to sit there 
and be like, listen, I got to deal with this pattern. I got to feel this guilt. Okay. Totally different than going out and doing a bunch of shit so that you don't have to feel it anymore. So I want to offer that to you. And I've worked through a lot of that stuff on my own. I don't notice that coming up as like an automatic reaction. So when I'm saying this, like it might not even be your fault. It might just be something you've learned where it's just so automatic. You can't even help it. Like you just feel guilty, right? Or whatever the feeling is. But I've also noticed for me, having worked through that for years, like that took me years to work through, but now it's not my automatic reaction to be self-conscious about things that I say or to feel shame or to be like that hard on myself. But one thing that I've noticed is that there are certain times of like during my cycle, during my like PMS time, or if I am like having experiencing like a hangover anxiety or something, like there are certain times depending on like what's going on with my body and with my mental state that I'm way more likely to take things personally or I'm way more likely to experience like negative emotions. And so I want to like just point out to you that in those situations, just notice that like we always want to make it about the story that we're telling ourselves. We always want to be like, well, this happened and then this happened and that's why I'm feeling so upset. And it's actually like, no, you're the common denominator. Like, it's just you. (laughs) Like, in any of these circumstances that I've explained to you, it's just your default feeling for the day or for the past 10 years or whatever. It's just you. It does not have to actually do with whatever specific incident happened to you today. It's literally just, like, your reaction that you were going to have no matter what happened with your day. Does that make sense? So that's one thing that's really helped me because then when my brain wants to obsess over like, well, this person said this and then I said this and then blah, 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 blah. Like that does not matter. It's literally just a bad feeling and I know how to deal with bad feelings. And then once I have dealt with those, that's when you can go in and you can decide who do I want to be in this specific circumstance. How do I want to deal with this specific situation? How do I want to feel about it? How do I want to think about it? That's when you start coaching yourself. So after you've processed all of your emotions, you can go back and like decide on purpose and be like, here is how I want to think about that interaction that I had. And then you can have a completely different feeling and you can create that on purpose. And then you can make your reactions, like your actions that you're taking, where I told you before, like don't take actions out of the bad feeling. This is where you want to create on purpose the thought, the feeling, and the action that you want to have to respond in situations. So it's such a huge difference. And let me tell you, whether you do this work or not, people will be able to tell. So like, if you are always constantly responding because you feel so terrible and you just have to get the response out, like I I feel like we all have this urgency When we're feeling something really bad, we get this urgency where we're just like, I need to immediately respond to that text message or I need to immediately deal with this client situation, right? And we're just feeling like so terrible about it. But when when you're doing that, the people that you're like responding to will also respond back to you depending on how you have dealt with yourself and your own feelings. So if you're constantly 
ignoring yourself and you're just responding out of like all of these shitty places, they're going to come right back at you with that. And you're going to be like, how did this happen? And it's because we're always creating what's happening with our own energy. So it's so important to start like stopping yourself and handling yourself first. I used to do this in my business, in my photography business, in my coaching business, like whenever there was a really negative feeling with my client and maybe they like sent me a crazy text message or something, I would notice the whole reaction in my body and how badly I wanted to just like respond and fix it. And then I would force myself to first let my nervous system calm down, to soothe myself, to make sure that that wasn't a part of my energy anymore, and then respond. Makes a huge difference. Okay, so lastly, I'm definitely going to make an entirely different episode about this, but I keep saying that the universe and other people are picking up on your energy and they'll respond differently depending on if you have handled your own emotions or not. And I just wanna like touch on the reason why, and it's because we are meant to process things and validate ourselves from the inside out. And so when you are, and of course it's so much easier, right? To like look for outside validation, to look for things to happen in the world to us, to make us feel better, to have a happy life, right? But when you are going out and you're looking for the universe to give you something to make you feel better, or you're going out and you're hoping for your client to like respond a certain way to make you feel better, or your friend, right? It creates the codependence. And there's something about the codependence that just like is so unattractive to people that pushes people away. And that is why people do not respond the same way to you when you're in that place. They pick up on it and it's very unintentional. Like, I don't think that most people are aware of this, but like you can feel it. You can feel when somebody wants you to react a certain way and they need you to because they can't feel better without it. And so the universe picks up on that and other people around you are picking up on that. And so it's very important that you can like deal with these things and you know you can process any emotion. You can have any emotion in your body and you will be okay. And then when you do that, when you like start operating like that, you realize you don't need anything from anybody else to make you feel better. And you can just be there as like a genuine friend and a genuine person in the world. And that is when people are magnetized to you and attracted to you because you don't have that like clingy, hanging on heaviness to you, okay? So you can do all of these things. It's so, it's, I'm not gonna say it's easy. (laughs) It's a work in progress. But one little thing I just wanna challenge you to start doing is like noticing the small shifts in your body. Uh, This is something I've started doing all the time. It's just like picking up faster and faster when you're experiencing things. Picking up when you're on edge. Picking up when you're annoyed, right? Like when I'm on edge and I'm around my kids, I have to show myself extra love because it's hard. It's hard for me and it's hard for them. And if I pick up on that, I'm not going to be resisting it. I'm not going to be as mad at my kids or as mad at myself for being a terrible mom. I'm just going to be a lot more accepting and like loving towards the whole situation. And it's, it makes such a huge difference. So start noticing that and start telling yourself, 
It's okay. Like, what is this? What is this feeling? Okay, I'm supposed to be feeling this. It makes the biggest difference, I promise you. So that's all I have for you this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you in two weeks. (laughs) Bye. Life by Safina is so much more than just a podcast. So if you're enjoying these concepts, just know I'm also here as your life coach to help you deal with these things in your unique situations in your life. To take the next step to work together, just click the link in the show notes and book your consultation call. I cannot wait to find out more about who you are and who you're becoming. I'll talk to you there.